coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Why are you selling this leather like this? I mean, you ain't going nowhere. You are working at McDonald's. <laughs> but she almost threw up in that. <laughs> if she you is are, sickened. <laughs> she is sickened. <laughs> if, if you are working at that place, right? I feel like a lot of women have lost out on some real soulmates and some dudes that's going to hold them down because we stuck to this image of this white panty stereotype. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's, that's because we're in the $40 era. <laughs> in our house, the man takes care of the necessity and the woman takes care of the luxuries. Crazy to me. He's seen me at a public... And he walked around, he was walking past me, and then he just made a circle. He was like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, gassed all the way up. Right. <laughs> he was like So you're saying that it's up to the woman to help a man manifest his dreams? Hey, <laughs> hey baby, hey baby, if you listening. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you listen to man, all I need is seven years, man. And 30 days. <laughs> Just give me that 730, baby. Just give me that 730. I promise you. I think what women are challenged in, they lack vision. For yeah. the men, they lack the ability to see vision in men. And I think for you. So whose fault is that? Is that the man's fault for not painting the vision clear? Or is it her fault for not being able to see a vision even if it's un if it's not finished yet? Look, I'm five two. Okay. <laughs> my man can't get he gotta be six something. <laughs> for one, my baby daddy, six two, two fifty. Right. The person I talk to, I need to know that if he pop off, you gonna <laughs> But I see a lot of women. I'm just like, like, baby, I see you lonely. And I see you fucking with niggas that got the money, but you not happy. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. I'm on my grown man this morning. Y'all do me a favor, turn this up. Just ride with me for a little while. I'm trying to set the mood. It's so good. Love is somebody. Somebody loves you back. Woo. To be loved. And be loved in return. It's the only thing that my heart desires. Just appreciate. What's up, family? It's your boy Elgin. You are tuning to the greatest podcast to ever hit the airways. That's the Just Elgin podcast. I am super excited because I'm about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say that every time and I mean it each and every time. Before I get started, let me just thank each and every last person that tuned in to last week's episode. Fuckboyology, where we gave the genesis of the title Fuckboy, and uh, it was a great conversation. Brothers came on. They were very vulnerable about their past, uh, excited about their future, and determined about their destiny and love. So it was a great episode, and I appreciate everybody that came on. Jonathan, 
um, uh, Will Buck and Chance. Uh, it was a funny episode. It was super funny. So, if you haven't listened to it, go back, listen, rate, review, share. Um, right after you listen to this episode, I'm definitely excited about this one. Before we check in with Keith about reviews, I just want to say I'm feeling really good today. Like 2020 has been, um, I'm in, I'm in grind mode. Today is day 19 of 2020. You know what I ask every day? What are you doing today to get closer to your goals? Um, I just been on a constant grind, just pursuing. Um, success and it's been good I've been seeing a lot of results this year And I'm just excited about everything we're doing So with that being said Keith how you feeling man Pretty good pretty cool uh, Shout out to the fam man My grandma passed this weekend Rest in you peace know, She, Rest all, in peace she had grandma. Alzheimer's so you know we already kind of Knew it was going to happen so she's in a peaceful place Everything went how she wanted it to go So it's all good With that being um, said Me and Keith was doing uh, How to start your own podcast yeah, Workshop yeah, this yeah, Saturday yeah, um, so, so it's going to be postponed uh, We'll release the new date We'll let Keith get Settled in and get back in From out of town Yeah yeah Cause I, it, didn't, it just hit me My aunt called me And was like Yeah cause we, we need you To uh, handle this And handle that Cause you know You're the oldest male I'm like I guess so Cause ain't nobody married <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> Right like, Right right. I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest grand So Gotta hold that down You but, uh, um, You uh, You Like You pop Like with my grandma That's when I realized I was grown When yeah. I got invited In that back room Yeah yeah You know what I'm saying <laughs> Yeah that, That's when you know You grown Cause typically You be outside playing <laughs> I'm like, hey, Come Keith Little Keith Come Let me holler at you But yeah so uh, But we got one review in um, Shout out to our boy Jonathan Okay He said yeah. uh, Continue being great uh, great episode, brothers. Thanks again for inviting me on the show. I truly enjoyed it. I was able to check off one more thing on my 2020 goal list. Uh, much respect, brothers. Okay, so, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's our boy right there, Jonathan, man. He did his thing, too. He was yeah. uh, he was funny on the episode, and he obviously enjoyed it because he called me last night like, hey, if anybody don't show up tomorrow, I'll be on the episode for you. I'm like, yeah, man, we kind of doing like a sister's thing. <laughs> but my boy was excited to get on. But without further ado, let's jump right into this episode. First person I want to bring to the mic, she's been here before. She is probably one of the most requested uh, guests that have ever been on Just As A Podcast. Uh, I've been knowing her for a little while now. We got a really great relationship. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to my beautiful, spectacular mother, Paulette Washington. <laughs> Thank you. What's up, mama? You back? Yep. Always excited. For the third time. First time, episode nine, mama said, give me them yams. <laughs> uh, second time, uh, episode 22, my live podcast. Yeah. And uh, third time is the charm. Sisters got something to say, volume three. Oh, wow. I'm excited. Come on. Nobody ever, ever did a triple. So um, how is everything going in your life? Always good. You know what? Always can use improvement, but I'm I'm enjoying the the journey. You got a birthday coming up, don't you? Boy, let me tell you. You know it. You don't already gave me a huge gift. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kai. You know what I'm saying? Kai made that happen. You know. Yes, and I appreciate Kai. I gotta call her. I told her I wanted to call her, and I wanted to give her some dedicated time because I looked at the room. Can't believe it. It's really nice. It's pretty dope. Thank you, Kai. You're amazing. Um. 
Next person. Uh, I've actually been trying to get her on for a minute now. Lord. Like, forever. <laughs> like, so let me tell you, I'm going to be real. In my head, I'm the breakfast club. I'm actually better. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I just, I mean, we're giving great content. It's funny. It's insightful. You know, we just ain't got millions of followers, right? right. So, like, when I invite people on and they stand me up, I'll be in my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so, I invited this uh, sister on and she stood me up, but she made up for it. You know what I'm saying? Because she came on time today. On time. Oh, yes. Can I talk about how we met, though, first? Sure. All right, so, boom. Check this. That's my, that's my story time. So, boom, check this. I'm at the gathering spot. What I'm doing, Keith? Looking good, smelling good. <laughs> so, we at an event, and I just see this sister who is immaculate. You know what I'm saying? I got a couple of people in the studio. She's beautiful, right? Right. She right. is. So, yeah, like, so I, see this, I see this sister standing on the wall. You know what I'm saying? She looking real cool. So, you know me? I walk up to her like, Wazam. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, we talk. I can't even remember what I said, but I know I made you laugh. You did. I don't remember what you said either. I know I made a laugh. It was and then, funny. And that smile, like, boom, I got her. Now she on the hook. So, I'm in, you know, we fishing. Boom, boom, she on the hook. So, she pulling back away. She pulling back away. So, then she hit me with the goddamn sinker. She said, oh, yeah, my husband. She said something <laughs> real smooth about her husband. And you know what I appreciate about it? Because we always, we, we had an episode, um, uh, title uh, You better make that email And on that episode It was just talking about Sisters shooting their shot And it was just talking about if, Even if you're not Shooting your shot When guys come at you Don't Don't shut them down Like this super hard If you don't want to talk to do it Just let it ride And she just did it In a very Graceful way So I was like You know what I would like respect And we followed each other On Facebook uh, She's very opinionated online So I was like this is cool. So, um, I just been calling you coach since then because she told me she was a relationship coach. I am, and this has been my coach since the day we met. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to my good friend, my personal coach, Miss Janae. Hi. Founder and creator of Black Wives Matter. Yes, Black Wives Matter because we have to fill our own cup before we fill anyone else's. Come on. Awesome. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. How you feeling, man? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I made it. I I'm know. feeling good. You know, just mm -hmm. glad to be here. Okay, so tell me about Black Wives Matter, man. What are we doing this year? Oh, what are we doing this year? So we are definitely just keeping up with the group coaching. Definitely going to have a retreat. Um, I don't know where it is yet, but it's happening this year. It has to. Do you mix um, single women and married women, or do you keep it? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. You, you keep it together. All right, so you keep them all together. Yes. We all have a common goal just to understand and just to be a community and create a sisterhood. So married, mm. single. I'm very excited about your opinion and your commentary on oh, this episode. I'm so, I'm so ready to give it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is going to be good. All right, last but certainly not least. Um, I be, like, knowing who I want on the podcast, but sometimes I just say stuff online to see who's going to comment, right? Mm -hmm. So I might be like, yo, I'm looking for somebody who want to talk about this on Just Elders Podcast. And if somebody comment that's, like, really excited to me, I'll kick somebody off. Like I've done it before, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so on this I put out there on Facebook, and I was talking about this subject, and the first person that commented was this 
beautiful young lady. And I'm super excited because we don't really get to hang out like that except the holidays. Right. Y'all make some noise for my beautiful, intelligent cousin, B. Yes. <laughs> What's up, B? What's happening, cousin? Hey, look, it's always good to see you outside of December. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, that's how I know we working, boy. It's Christmas and I'm seeing you, boy. Like, it ain't Christmas. It ain't Thanksgiving. Like, we working, boy. <laughs> so, so, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, first time on a podcast, how you feeling? A little you, nervous. You, you nervous? Yeah. Just tell you, like you know how we be kicking it, you know, Uncle Sammy, huh? Yeah. That's all we doing on the mic. We're around the oh! table. We under we around the table. So cool thing, she a Floyd too, and we are recording in Floyd Plaza. So <laughs> shout out to the Floyds. Shout out to the Floyds. So today episode, ladies, I actually I was just telling Keith, man, everything happened for a reason because. We were actually going to do an episode today called uh, Dope Podcasters because I know a lot of podcasters and I think it's like a medium that a lot of people, a lot more people need to get into. And that's why we're doing a workshop. We were doing a workshop on Saturday. So we're going to bring podcasters on and we're going to have like a conversation about what it has done to us and for us as it pertains to our business, our brands. And um, I, Tiffany Haddish posted a meme and I seen it. You know, like, uh, don't worry about it. 50 Cent reposted that meme, and I seen it. And I don't like 50 Cent, so I was like, okay, let me pay attention to it. <laughs> uh, all right, hold on, sidebar. I caught up on uh, Power just for today, and I still hate the show. Anybody watch Power? I watch I it. I started it. it. Uh, I'm just disappointed. Like, I didn't watch today, so hush. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I like today's episode. I mean, the, today's episode was cool, but it's just I just the show overall is I'm uh, he kind of killed it. He shouldn't have did the mid like cut it off. He should have gave us all of this at one time for me. It, I'm just anticipation. Uh, I was gonna say he does that every year. Every year they take a little break, two week break or something. No, I'm saying every episode getting better though. Yeah. Right? Like, like I like I, this past episode. I will you wish you to, watched it. Like, Cause you want nah, more. No, nah, I mean we won't talk about it. Uh, cause you you should have watched it. No, uh, this this is just no. as a podcast. <laughs> Ghost being dead and seeing that body, like bro, he dead. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't think I ain't power. seen it, but I don't know. He's I don't power, know. So. I don't think he did. I don't know. But that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> 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 hey, look, I like. I'm telling you. 50 Cent is too smart. <laughs> he is too smart. Hey, I tell you on Twitter, they was like, nah, Ghost ain't dead. I, I don't believe it till I see the body. Then you see the body. I don't believe it till I see the funeral. <laughs> so then they had a funeral and like the clip, right? I said, oh, I think that's the funeral. Somebody replied to me on, on Twitter said, nah, that's that's the campaign rally. <laughs> I said, bro, y'all did not want the ghost. <laughs> I, just, I just can't take it. Like, uh, But I'm kind of over it. I'm like, whatever. So 50 Cent posts this meme. And then you know how on Instagram, like when there's a lot of comments, they show you the people you follow. Yes. That, so I seen some shorties comment on it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you? You feel like this? So I'm going to pass it around. Y'all just tell me if y'all agree or disagree. That's all y'all do. Look at it. Agree, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> B, you agree, disagree. Don't ask me. Like, you agree I can, or disagree? I, mean, I you, just feel like, you, don't ask me. I'm going to do it. So, uh, you agree or disagree? Disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
you agree or disagree? This is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Okay. I agree. You agree? <laughs> Mama, you agree or disagree? <laughs> Don't fail me now. <laughs> Don't fail me, mother. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't know what the hell this is. <laughs> you gotta keep reading it a couple times to figure out. Right. Let me read this. All right, so, so for the people, I just posted this actually today on my social media. It is a brother um, wearing <laughs> some white panties. He's, he's taking his white panties off. <laughs> and it says, these are the type of men who ask women to go half. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna answer you now. We wouldn't have said anything if that would have been Prince. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. This is true. This is true. So, all right. I I like when I seen this. I seen it. Then I seen a couple of uh, conversation going online. And me and Keith, man, I love how we work because, like, our our show topics. People like how y'all come up with the topics. It really be life. We just be chilling and something happened. And I told Kiva, I like, bro, I want to talk about this, bro. <laughs> and then we were like, how, in what angle do we come at it? Do we come with the brothers? You know what I'm saying? Speaking their truth, do we bring on a married couple who with, who's doing it? Like, how do we have a conversation? And, right. and Kiva was like, you know what? Let's just bring on some sisters with different views and opinions and turn it into a sister's got something to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want y'all to give a round of applause to the very first Sisters Got Something to Say edition 2020, volume hey, three. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So, before we jump into the conversation, uh, I got to ask everybody a question. Well, let's set the foundation for this. Uh, tell me about your mother. Uh, tell me about your mother and what you learned from her as it pertains to like the relationship you seen her in, whether it was with marriage with your father, guys that she dated. Like, what did you see as it pertains to how they did with money? How they did with money? Let's talk about the genesis of it. Okay. Anybody can go. Um, my mother raised me, you know, single mother. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she Still. she independent. She Make her own money, spend her own money, how she want to spend it. She do. I don't need no man type of woman. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. Like, far as seeing how hard she worked every day going to work, taking care of me and my brothers. The men that she would bring her, I'd be like, he don't live up to it. You know, like, man, why he here? Like, God, leave him. Like, you going on dates. You paying for it, mom? Or is he paying for it? <laughs> like, who paying for it? So, like, my mom was a grinder. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because so, is a grinder. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I see that. What about you, mom? Well, the kind of mother I had, she was a great mother, but um, you have to recognize it was a generation difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the relationship that I seen my mother in, she was um, a great housewife, a great partner to my father, but she... Seeing her in the position she was in made me want to be um, a very independent woman financially because I I seen a lot of her aspirations and her hopes. If they aligned themselves with my father, then things were good. If they didn't align themselves, I don't think she created 
uh, enough leverage in the relationship to negotiate better for herself. Okay. So, so she was a uh, housewife. She was a housewife, but she also worked, but she did not always um, create a culture that gave her the credit for the work she was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Uh, for the uh, listener, before you go, Janae, yeah. for the listener's sake, be how old are you? 30. 30. How old are you, mother? Be 51 Wednesday. All right. And Janae, <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm 37. 37? All right, cool. I just want the listener to see the generation yeah. difference in the room. Right. All right, boom. Yeah, yeah, go. So my mom was a single mom until I was three. Um, Three years old, she got married to my stepdad. And it was, the difference was he took care of the home. Like, he was a construction worker. So my mom worked and paid the bills per se, but he made sure we had, you know, the best looking house on the block, the best looking lawn on the block. It was it was a different kind of dynamic. So although she paid the, the bills and she worked full time, it was it didn't look like he was wearing the white panties. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm. It was it was different because he still contributed to the home. Right, right. So yeah. All right. So that gave me a lot of insight uh, on a couple of things, and there, I'm glad you went back to the white panties because. <laughs> Because this uh this meme, it can be talking about two different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the meme can be talking about men that go 50-50 on dates in the yeah. dating phase. And then men can be talking about 50-50 in the actual relational marriage stage. Right. I, to be honest, I'd rather focus on the latter than yeah. the former. Sure. Um, because 50-50 on dating, uh, everybody know how I feel on it. I advocate for it. Um, I also feel like... Brothers, I also give tips for brothers how you can date, uh, you know, with a budget. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't. I, so I'm not worried about the dating phase. That's like right. all the interview process. But what I do, I was talking to a sister uh, the other night, um, beautiful sister, uh, PhD. You know what I'm saying? On top of hers, making plenty of money, and I was like, and she said she agreed with it, and I was like, I feel like a lot of women have lost out on some real soulmates and some dudes that's going to hold them down because we stuck to this image of this white panty stereotype. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, oh, if he ain't got this much money, if he ain't get, got this type of job, like, he ain't going to be the one for me. And that's a narrative that we see a lot online. That's a narrative that I'm seeing in real life. So today's conversation, I really wanted to demyth that. I want to break that down. Are we missing out? Is it going half could just be y'all arrangement? That's what I've already seen. So going back to how I was raised. So this is my mother. And that's really why I brought her on. I, from what I saw, not talking about, and my parents did a really good job at keeping grown folk business, grown folk business. They ain't really, they ain't arguing in front of us. Like it's a lot of stuff we didn't see. Mm-hmm. But what I did see, um, I seen an era where it looked like my mom was a breadwinner when she was a gospel singer and she was singing all over the world. Her money was bringing the money in. I seen an era where they both was doing a leather store. They owned uh, Go West, uh, where y'all were both partners in that. And that yeah. I seen y'all franchise that to like three different locations. Mm-hmm. And then that seemed more like a joint type venture. Mm-hmm. And then I seen you go to school and just focus on my dad construction company. Mm-hmm. And I seen that co- construction company flourish from nothing to millions you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i've seen i've seen all of those levels but 
One was where you were the breadwinner. One, y'all was teamwork. The other, he was kind of like, it was his business, right. but y'all always kind of worked together. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So um, what I want to ask y'all is, why do you, why is it so fixated on men's financial status when it comes to like relationship, marriage? And when I say financial status, it almost has to feel it has to be a superior financial status. Why is that? It don't really matter to me. Like, long as you got a job, I do require you to have a job. (laughs) 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 You got to be doing something. You got to be doing something. So, look, look. So, all right, all right. So, but look, sound good. I love it. Sound good. Long as you got a job. But what if that job, brother working at McDonald's, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it, you just saying, long as you working, we going to work it out. Look, a job is a job. You bringing in money. I'd rather you be working at McDonald's than laying on the couch, laying in the bed when I'm getting up, making money every day. Like, you got to be doing something. Okay, that's her. <laughs> Janae is looking in disagreements. Coach, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, uh, you, you got to have just more than a job for me. For me, you have to have ambition. You have to have a plan. That is so. That's the difference. If you are working at McDonald's, <laughs> but she almost threw up at that. If, if she, you is are, <laughs> she is sickened. She is sickened. If you are working that, at that place, right? And but you have a plan, and and I can see where you're working towards something. That I can I can I can get behind right, that. Right. But the, your question was being why is it the man having to be superior? Yeah, I've always. Me personally, I have to be, I have to feel protected and provided for, period. Mm-hmm. It's, there's, there's no wavering in that. So if I feel protected, that means that I, you know, nobody can do anything to me if my man is around, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel provided for, that means that I can lay my head on my king size bed and know that the mortgage is paid. I think that that is the male responsibility for me. Yeah, why is that though? Because men are provide. That's what y'all are. We're nurturers, and y'all are providers. That's how the. That's how we're made. I'm not saying that the see. So the misconception is that the man just does everything, and the woman does absolutely nothing. In our house, the man takes care of the necessity. And the woman takes care of the luxuries. So my husband don't know how much a bed in the bag is, right? He don't know how much curtains cost. He doesn't know how much the family vacations cost. It's not like I'm not spending any money. You don't know how much the vacation costs? He don't. (laughs) He don't. He don't. Oh, so he he checking up. No, no, come no, no. on, come on. No, now look, saying, I was no, with no. you. No, I was I'm with serious. you on the look. Look, because I look, I was about to call you out because I was no. like, okay, I feel you on the curtains. Uh-uh. I feel you on the bag. No, seriously, but all I'm like, aside. that's not luxuries. Like, those are like, <laughs> that's no, definitely luxuries. No, no, those are things like, that so, that men don't have to worry about. So that's I look. You know what I'm saying? It's stuff that we don't have to worry about. I wouldn't call it luxuries. Those are. Those are more the, so of the, comfort. Those are comforting. Yes, like those are comfort, comfort things, but that's not luxury. A woman me. is a nurturer, so I'm going to make sure you're comfortable. I'm going to make sure you're nurtured. And as far as the vacation, I'm talking about, I, I've i taken my husband uh, on a week to Mexico, and he has no idea how much we spent. Talking about the whole thing, the whole all-inclusive experience. So, but um, I don't know what kind of checks you write in Wells Fargo. That ain't my business. 
Okay. I know the mortgage paid though. So I feel like just because just because I say he's paying the bills, I'm making I'm also um an asset. I'm making sure that we're comfortable. Right. Okay. Okay. So um So I think that the narrative that's being pushed to everybody else is like, you know, the woman ain't doing nothing. You know, she just didn't down, well, ain't doing well, nothing. So, so here's the thing, because it's women that co sign that narrative. It's women out here that's saying like I'm in my bag and I need his too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's why every, every time you see me, I got some new shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the there. And then, like, it's grown married women that's like, yeah, high girl summer. Like, so it is, like, you got to realize the narrative, it's not for brothers like your husband. You know what I'm saying? Brothers like your husband, they are, um, they are in their world and they got their wife. They strong, right? Yeah. But then there's a group of single brothers out here that are trying to have wives and the narrative is just very like it's that the narrative is uh city girls hot girls yeah. and then we see like so we say stuff like dang we can't have no team so then we see a whole bunch of single women like hell nah take no white panties off <laughs> that's, 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 see a whole bunch. that's because we're in the 40 dollar era <laughs> 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 Okay, okay, okay. We're in the $40 hey, era. For the listeners, for the listeners, the listeners, explain the $40 era. <laughs> explain the $40 era. Okay, so the $40, it has become more acceptable for women to exchange whatever they exchange it for to a male, and they call it the $40. Right. Right? So... They selling pussy. Yeah, right, saying. right. I get for forty dollars for forty dollars. Yeah, that's the no. going. That's the going rate. That's, that's that Groupon <laughs> pussy. <laughs> that ain't none of mine. That, that, that's Shit. the new era. It just that's the going rate. Like everybody, like it ain't for free no more. You know what I'm saying? Like so, it's become acceptable. Oh, I don't know. Hell like, nah. All right, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that point up because a lot of Time. No, you know you date rich niggas. What went there? I don't want to hear that shit. I, I like to hear what is there because when you're not privy to certain things or people have a certain expectation of you, mm-hmm. they don't have certain conversations around you. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you are having conversations with women, just being aware, it helps you to sort of cultivate the con- conversation where it's all inclusive. So you know, I because I I was waiting to hear what is the forty dollars. I didn't know that was the going right. Maybe maybe. So here's the thing. So some say forty dollars. Some say two dinners. You know what I'm saying. Some say a movie. It's an exchange. We gonna be real. So but yeah. So some people. They say it's different things, but that's the whole, that's the whole, I mean, I'm telling, but look, that's the whole culture that's out here now. That's the culture that's out here now. So, Mom, I want to go to you before I go to the next thing. Like, everybody's talking about why, why do women say they want a superior man financially? Like, what do you, why you go for rich niggas? Well, listen, it's not so much, (laughs) it's not so much that I go for a man that's wealthy. I, I go for a man that aligns himself with where I'm at. Now, I I feel very fortunate. I got about 20 years on my sisters that don't, my- that don't make me superior. I just think it has given me more time to craft what I want for my life. And I personally, I'm, 
I agree with everything they saying, but I want to add to it. I agree that um, a man needs a job or something, but I also realize a man can be crafting a job that is not aligned with corporate America. Like when I met my ex. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So yeah, talk I, about that. When I met my ex, I wasn't but 19, but my spiritual understanding had gave me the intuition to be able to hear the heart of a man. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, and you have to know it was my spirituality because at 19, who knows what. Right. But I knew when I was listening to Eldridge and the way he was talking about his dreams and what he was doing, I knew if I got with this guy and supported him, he was going to be a wealthy man. That nigga had that game. He did. <laughs> now, can, I was, say this? can I say this about, yeah. uh, like, and I want you to speak to it because I just remember we moved from the apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, and we moved into this house, y'all. So my childhood home was a two-bedroom gas station. Literally. Right. We had, <clears throat> it was gravel in the front yard. The gas pumps were still there. It looked so much like a gas station. People knocked on our door <laughs> asking us if the store was still open. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, like, and I just remember moving there. And I remember, I'll never forget this. I remember, uh, well, two things I'll never forget. So I remember with dad, like, he used to bring home extra stuff to kind of work on the house after he did work. So one day he, because uh, it was lime green block. So one day he brought home some paint from a job. So he stopped painting the house. So we like, ooh, shut the house getting painted. Ooh, house getting painted. So then he ran out of paint halfway. So now our house looked like a ghetto, aka house. Halfway, halfway uh peach, halfway uh lime green. And I just remember one day dad bringing a 3D rendering of the house. Mm-hmm. And I would pay a million dollars to find that mama because it looked just like that house now. Yeah. And I remember everybody laughed. <laughs> he put this 3D <laughs> rendering at the front door so he could see it every day when he left. And everybody fucking laughed. <laughs> his wife and all his goddamn kids. <laughs> As a man now. I was only laughing because everybody laughed at us. Because my family would come over and they would say, what is did y'all buy a picture and didn't get a frame? I said, no, that's going to be the house. They would laugh so hard. Mm. I was laughing with them. I was like, this is going to be our house, whether you believe it or not. So the joke was, one year went by, it didn't happen. Two years went by, <laughs> it didn't happen. Three years went by, it didn't happen. All the way to five years, it didn't happen. Six years came, it didn't happen. The seventh year came, and Elder said, that's it. He said, we ready. And I said, okay, we fixing to do it. I said, kids, this is fixing to happen. Everybody in the family laughed. Guess what? That house went from a two-bedroom to a six-bedroom, six a guest, guest house, house in the back, back with trees in the yard. He plant. He 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 dug up the uh, gas pump. Yes. He bricked the house. He uh put a, a fence a in red, the front of, around the house in the right, front of the house. Right. He paved the basketball court. He right, never finished that. Right. <laughs> but he, he did pave the basketball court. Right. And like I seen that. Shit. And he did it in thirty days. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that kind of work ethic is not around. Right. Yeah. right. I disagree. Barely. I, Barely. Dis- I disagree. But Barely. you know what? But going back to why a lot of women feel like um, 
men have to be the breadwinner. I I do believe a man have to have a job, but I don't think that job always have to be manifested in him getting up to a nine and five. I believe that 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 job starts with a clear and precise vision. Absolutely. And then do I think he needs to provide for the family? I think when a man has a clear, precise vision, you're going to see him taking care of the home. He, he'll take on certain roles. But I think what women may be challenged in right now because, and I feel like sometimes it's the miscommunication of your mother or you may not been able to see what your mother was seeing or it may be that your father was not definitive enough. But I think what women are challenged in, they lack vision. For yeah. the men, they lack the ability to see vision in men. And I think for you... So whose fault is that? Is that the man's fault for not painting the vision clear? Or is it her fault for not being able to see a vision even if it's, un, if it's not finished yet? Basically, I don't think it's anybody's fault. I think a woman lose out when she has it. Has it. I think what what many women are walking away from, they just depriving themselves of what could be. But you can't. And that's why I'm glad you said that because you said something about your your stepdad. Mm -hmm. You said your mom worked. She paid the bills, but he did. He presided something completely different. The Mm -hmm. house looked good. Like y'all was straight. Mm -hmm. Y'all was on point. But I see a lot of sisters who are very successful. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Money is not necessarily what you need. Exactly. At all. Like, so I'm like, why are you looking for that? Like, you need somebody that's going to love you. You need somebody that's going to understand you. You need somebody that's going to support you. Why do I feel like everybody is not as open to the alternative love that your stepfather brought Mm -hmm. to your mother versus, oh, I just need, right at the door, if your money ain't right, mm. I, I do think that people do miss out, but I also think that that narrative was built because... They basically the men are put on a what what's the word I'm looking for pedestal. They're not put on the pedestal, but the women put themselves on the pedestal. So oh, the men they do put themselves on. <clears throat> yeah, so the men has have a uh, uh, <clears throat> why can't I find my words today? But they have a responsibility, right? To huh? Right, right. So. Basically, women are tired of being disappointed as well. And a lot of women fall in love with potential Mm -hmm. and not action. So your dad, he had the vision and he followed through. A lot of times, men ain't following through. Well, let's talk about that. My mom said it was done in 30 days, but truth be told, it was done in six years, seven years in 30 days. Right, right. right. That's true. The manifestation became. But I'm going to tell you, what was the last thing you just said? (laughs) Like the potential? Right. I think this is the thing. Potential is an illusion. Yes. But I think as women... Don't say that. My my little shot of listening, and I ain't nothing but potential. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say Baby, don't listen to it. (laughs) Don't listen to it. I'll be selling selling a dream. (laughs) But this is is what I I mean. Potential is an illusion. But this is the thing. When a person has potential, when you become so gifted, like she was saying, um, as you said, your role is to nurture. Our yes. role is to nurture. When you see that potential, you become like a, a coach to an athletic uh, person. 
you see that potential and you know how to manifest it. And when you don't know how to manifest what you're wanting in your life, it is because you haven't crafted yourself what you're looking for. So you're saying that it's up to the woman to help a man manifest his dreams? No, I am saying it is up to you as a woman to find a man that can manifest a dream that is aligned with your own. That is true, because these days a lot of wealthy women... They like, I ain't about to raise no man. You know, right. I ain't about to treat right. no man. How to, that's why. I'm, not about, I'm not about to tell you how to treat me. You know what I'm saying? You I should already know shit. how to like, do God that. Damn, just let, me, let me sleep in your house. Fuck. Right. <laughs> like, like, I don't want to stay there all day. You my man. You ain't my son. But right. that, yeah. That's why I end up finding men that are successful in life. Because at certain points at this point in my life, I'm not going to start right. from the beginning. Right. But my dating. I get dating, you. I get, like, I get my, my mama. I seen her rock with somebody from the bottom. Now, like, right. I seen no. her rock with a nigga from Little League. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, now, she deserves no. a nigga that's in the NBA. Like, no, no, no. Like, no but, I, I, but I don't discriminate. It depends on, like, right now I'm in a relationship, so I'm not. Uh, meeting somebody but this is the shout thing out, shout out to Wendell exactly <laughs> rich nigga <laughs> before I met Wendell my dating people could not Trash. figure out my, no people, people could <laughs> people don't you can't figure out what I'm looking for because I date to what my desires are Right. You may be a guy that just is funny. Like one guy they really thought was my boyfriend <laughs> that was not. You know, he, he was from New York. Hey, hey, hey man. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey I, like, I, I like your mom, man. I like, I like, I like no, because I was oh, in a very yes. down time. I had just divorced. Yeah. And I realized I'm a very, like, you see Emmanuel's uh, Eldridge personality. Mm-hmm. I am like that all the time. I'm like always, you see me around Mm -hmm. your mom, them, I was, but you know, when I went through my divorce, I was in a very depressed state. Not, I wasn't sad, but you know, when in my appearance, Mm -hmm. but my spirit was low because I was like, I see a whole lot of women who, who absolutely do nothing to keep a marriage together. Mm -hmm. And it's understandable to me when it fall apart. Mm -hmm. But in my marriage, it wasn't a bad marriage. I'm like, so how I end up in the same boat with them? Right. Mm-hmm. So my spirit was broken. And so when I knew I didn't have the capacity within myself with what I was going through to laugh. So I met this dude. What made me like really allow him to be around me because it was so crazy to me. He seen me at a public. And he walked around, he was walking past me, and then he just made a circle. He was like, Woo! <laughs> 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 and I was like, hey, gassed all the way up. Right. <laughs> all it was like crazy. He was just walking in circles to the point I could no longer walk. Mm-hmm. He just walking in circles. He's talking about, ain't letting you out of this circle. <laughs> Girl, I ain't seen nothing like this in a long time. <laughs> Don't hurt nobody with that thing. <laughs> so I just started laughing so hard and I laughed so profusely in that moment. And then he was like, laugh the panties off. No, 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 that's not true. That's just what I, you needed in your life. I was going to say, it, 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 it wasn't, it was not, 
<laughs> it wasn't a sexual relationship right. at all. But what my rest kids, in peace. He no longer here. Yeah, he right. passed away. But my kid, what my kids Did couldn't understand, it? he didn't fit anything far as what would have been my typical type. Right. But at the moment, he made me laugh. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to, and that's a requirement for me with any person I'm with. But at that time, it was more essential to me than anything. Mm-hmm. And let me say that. So. That right there to me, I think that's a real quality. Absolutely. Like laughter yes. is a real quality. Like yeah. somebody that makes me laugh. Like the thing, because and again, I've seen, I've gotten, I, I was talk, talking to Keith, we were talking about this. Uh, I've seen different sides of uh, my parents' marriage. Mm-hmm. I've seen my mom scrape up change right. to go buy milk. Right. And I've even gotten pussy because I've deposited my daddy checks. <laughs> like, I've, like, and we got the same name. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the bank you said it wasn't clicking because my name Elders too, and they used to be like, Mister Washington, do you need anything else? <laughs> and, and I started dating the teller, so I don't see different levels. So money come and go. I'm saying it to right. say, yeah. money right. comes and go. Yes. Laughter lasts forever. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't see it's just like, oh yeah, he's funny, but he ain't got no job. And yeah, they'll talking about me so i'm feeling personal about it you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm like well motherfucker you could have been laughing and having a good time you know what i'm saying hell if you nurtured me right this laughter could have made me kevin hart you know what i'm saying but, but look at, but look at your ass now you frowning and shit you know what i'm saying you yeah. frowning with money and shit yeah. so what i get way too caught up on on the money and and then we talk about not wanting to be with no lane and i'm like mm-hmm. Come on, okay. Sierra. Talk about Sierra. Dave, Talk about Sierra. Define you know, what is y'all the know lane. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Not, no, no, no. That popular. Russell uh, is a yeah, lane. The, y'all the, gonna be real. The people. He good the, for the you though. The corporate guy that's gonna take care of you and 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 you know. He gonna treat you right. He gonna treat you right. He ain't toxic. Worship the ground you work on, but he's not funny or he's just square. He doesn't yeah. dress properly. Yeah. You know, it's just he's Russell just Wilson there. looking like a lane. Missy Elliott video. Y'all seen that? Oh, that I, picture. I, I I ain't see it, but you know, so I have a Facebook group and in the group we talked about, do you really think Sierra uh, loves Russell? I think she loves her husband. Mm -hmm. However, I do think if future was not future ish, she'd be still right there. No, see, that's why, that's why I disagree. You disagree with that. Future was everything Sierra asked for. Everything. Everything she, I'm looking for that dope. That's a song. No, that's her. Knock it off. That's her. That's Knock her. It, it was it, exactly what she. I mean, she talked about it in the interview. That's the shit she liked. That and, she's and then from what happens Atlanta. Is you she get, wants you get what you wanted. That thug shit. Right. And then you want to uh victimize yourself because you got that shit. Nah, right. bro. I don't. I don't, I don't well, care. Not, not every thug or whatever. It gotta be screwing everybody. Sorry. All I'm saying I don't, is, I don't agree with that. Well, I'm just saying, at some there are qualities point, you get when you go for a certain type of street right. nigga. Yeah. That shit it's that just come with the game. What, what you that may with be attracted to, you know, I had to learn what I'm attracted to is not necessarily what I want. I'm one of those people who, because I'm adventurous and everything like that, I'm, I'm like. I, I would say I'm not a loud woman, but I am the woman who's going to have the fun mm-hmm. right. and everything. So I I had to learn. I don't like a guy who's like me. I don't uh, like a loud that guy. That might be my problem. I think, no, I think for I me. I like the yeah. opposite. Low key. Like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You know, I like the guy that even if you look at uh, Wendell, 
Uh, today, Wendell and I have the best time. He got great charisma. But when you look at Wendell, he, he old. Well, he's an older man. <laughs> he's an older man, but I am also an older woman. But he's the type. No, he's older than me. But this is the thing. I like when, when you get around Wendell, I don't care where we go. He attracts women on every level because it's his swag. Mm-hmm. It was the same way. It was the same way they, with my they, ex. They see that money clip. They see that money print. But, but look, these kind of men. These kind of men that I'm talking about, you don't, you know from the way they carry themselves that they had. You, you know my ex Eldridge. He was not loud. He is. He's very charismatic. But the way he developed into that, he wasn't always that. Right, but when he got with me, he was that way. Yeah, and, yeah. And, my friend used to be scared of daddy because he ain't talk. Right, he don't. He don't really talk. But when you get to know him, he's loud, right, and that's right. how Wendell is. Mm-hmm. You, when you get around Wendell, he's very funny. He's everything, but he's the he's somewhat the opposite of right. me. And I, I'm telling you, I had to use that too when I came a single woman um, after my divorce because the men that I would have normally been attracted to, I realized. Character-wise, emotionally, and spiritually, I was not aligned with that group of men mm-hmm. in that phase of their life. I had to step up uh, a decade or so right. to have the commendations I right, want. Right, right. Yeah, me personally, I, I still need some kind of street. A little bit, right? I still need that. Yeah, when it makes you feel secure, it makes you feel protected for real. See that shit right there. All right, so check this out. I'm not street, right? But you street smart, man. See, that's different. You have street sense. Right. Nobody asking you to be no hitter. So, so well, I'm just saying. Even that, like, it's just like when when folk when folk say that, like, I'm not no. Street cop. I'm to be real. Mm-hmm. I'm not no fighter either. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like I used to, but like nigga, we grown now. Like right. that shit. Like you niggas die now. So right. Like, right. So like so like you you slap my girl on the ass. I'm like that shit fat. Ain't nah. it? <laughs> like, I just play. I can't date men like that. So for me, for me, I'm too, I'm too, one time, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a cool ass cat. So if a nigga fight me, he just evil. I'm just be real. I'm just, I'm just gonna be real. I'm just cool. That nigga, I'm gonna defuse that shit real yeah. fast, and we're gonna talk like to, to the point. So I can't reveal it, but today I had a conversation with somebody, and they gonna come on the podcast, and uh, it was that situation. It was a situation where like nigga, like nigga, was put in place to try to intimidate me, and it just didn't work. Like it was just like, oh damn, bro, they, they were tripping. Like, right. you, you the real one. Right. <laughs> That bitch. <laughs> my nigga, my nigga. But don't worry, some shit coming to y'all <laughs> real soon. So like, but I like even that. So now we getting off of that. Like, I just feel like those are. I get that. I get mm-hmm. you want somebody 
Based off of your situation, your baby daddy big ass nigga. You need you need to know you need that nigga to hesitate. You know what I'm saying? You need, you need your baby daddy to hesitate. Like like yeah, you know that's gonna be a real fight. That's gonna be a real fight. So that's real to me. But this keep what I'll keep going back to is where we're losing on everything else because again, and maybe it's just my background. What I've seen, I've seen a woman support a man and. I seen him go level up financially. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? I personally mm-hmm. seen that. Right. And I just know my personal journey. I know if I had somebody that rock with me, and I had somebody rock with me the way I want to rock with me, like we'll go a lot farther. You know what I'm saying? And 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 even in my relationship, I've had that. I've had sisters kind of like rock and we cool for other reasons we don't work out or whatever. But I see a lot of women. I'm just like, like, baby, I see you lonely. And I see you fucking with niggas that got the money, but you not happy. I think it's you not generations happy. too. Like back in the day, we grew up seeing our grandparents, our grandpas taking care of home. You know what I'm saying? Like, but your grandma wasn't happy. She wanted to work. Whatever she. <laughs> but I'm saying yeah. like it's just like grandma these days can't be grandmas because grandma 45 and she a grandma. She still want to party. Right. Well, that's that's true. You Look at this saying? woman. Yeah. Paula was out last night. <laughs> A lot to do with generation and how you was raised, like. But I, I, I Kika, I, I know Kika about to say something good, but look, hold it. But like, even that. So I hear that. Oh, generation. I'm old school. I love when I hear girls say, "Oh, I'm old school. I'm old school. Man, I gotta take care of home." But you ain't doing nothing your grandma used to do. Well, yeah, and that's I what always say, yeah. if you if you want me, if you if you no. want a man to take care of a hundred percent of the financial responsibility, it's your job to be. Uh, responsible for the domestic half right. But if you want to go 50-50 But I'm supposed to cook and clean And, and well, bu- not, bust it open on demand No well, that's yeah, right, You right. definitely need to bust it open on demand But that's uh, here, neither here uh, nor there no, We just no, talking about no. I'm talking about But I'm I'm, a, <laughs> I'm down I'm down with you I'm down with helping raise the kids I'm down with helping with the meals I'm down with, I ain't See, against so you, you You're not talking about yourself When it comes to that meme Because that's not the normal That's not Men so, want 50-50 and they want you to cook and they want you to clean and they want to rear well, the kids and I think that's an assumption I think there's a That's see, not an assumption. I think there's a there's there's an assumption that there's a blanket being threw on the 50-50 mindset. Mm. The 50-50 mindset so a lot of brothers in my circle is like, "Look, I want to meet somebody and I want us to create what works for us." My finances personally, I might not be able to pay the mortgage. I might not be able to pay the car note, but this is what I can do. I can hold you down. I'm going to give you everything I got and whatever that takes care of. Plus, I'm a love. I'm a support. I'm a cherish. Let's figure out how can we work this up. This pie, if it's an even pie, it's an even pie. If my finances allow me to pay 70 and you pay 30, let's do it. But let's not strain ourselves because I got to live up to this Oh the man take care of everything right, right, And I'm right. not there That's mm-hmm. what's happening on my side With some real niggas That's I what agree. I see But what about uh, So two things Cause like What do you Cause you're your actual coach too So yeah. what do you say to the women Who flat out Say like I'm in my bag and I'm in here too No not, not just not, not, <laughs> No not just that They just flat out say <laughs> I cannot take care of a nigga Period Like Somebody who flat out tell you Look like you might come to them and say, "All right, look here, sir. This is my plan. Yeah, I got. I'm working on this business. I'm working on this deal. Um, might not pop off for six months. So for six months, I need you to hold it down. I'm gonna need you to hold. It. I can take care of bills, hold but I'm gonna need down. you to take care of the rent. Mm-hmm. She's and like, I can't do that. I don't want to take care of no nigga. 
Okay, my response to her would be then you need to find a new relationship. I, I don't I don't sugarcoat anything with my clients. If, if you can't meet somebody in the middle that's coming to you with an actual expiration date. Okay, six months, I need you to do this so we can elevate. And you're saying, no, I can't do that. Then you need to be prepared for his response, which could be, I'm out. Okay. I right. said you in six months. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My cousin gonna try it out. <laughs> hey, 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 you, you gonna <laughs> hey, look, 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 like you gonna be manager at McDonald's <laughs> six months? So then to, so then to piggyback off of that, because I, I want Mama to respond to this. So help help the ladies distinguish because y'all brought it up, and I like how you phrased it, right? Because potential, yeah, potential is out there, and, and there's a stigma like you don't date a man with potential, yeah. but. But, but like you said, you have to have a clear vision, mm-hmm. and as a woman, you have to be able to see that vision. Yeah. So, where do you, how do you unblur that line between potential and seeing the vision? Because I, I believe that, like we talked about this, um, brought it up on our BBW episode. Actually, right, like right. a woman just Big speaking, girl believing. a woman just speaking and believing in you. As you're sharing that vision, but mm-hmm. then where is that potential? Like, how do you like help the like? How do you what's potential that? and what's all right, nigga? You, you talking like? How do you know? I think it's for time. the sisters out there. Um, shout out to you, ma, for for sticking it out for. Would seven you have years. left my daddy? I would have definitely left your daddy. <laughs> I would have definitely left your daddy in in year four. <laughs> in year four, I would have been like, you know what, Eldridge, I'm. <laughs> I'm tired of this gas station. I'm, I'm tired of this gas station. Ain't even no gas in these pumps. So at least turn the gas on so we can make some money. I mean, dang. Let's, let's fill them up. Let's, look, people knocking on the door. We gotta say, ain't no gas. No, let's, let's fill these tanks up. No, I, I would have left. I, I would have left. But Damn. I think that time. I really do feel like. It's up to (laughs) Sorry your daddy would have got left But I feel like time And and the timeline is Is Contingent on what woman you're talking to So I say I said he would have got left in four years You know Mama stayed the whole seven years and 30 days Shout out to you ma And you might have You would have been right about it Hell (laughs) salty Acrimony. You She waited 20 years for that man idea to pop off. Yeah. 20 years. Nah, that's a whole nother hell nah. But <laughs> I think it's time and contingent on what woman you're talking to. So uh potential, he might very well you know need somebody to push him and and you know keep him motivated and and such and i think that again that's what women that we're good at that we're born into that but yeah time and i think it's like what your vision is about because if you come to me baby i'm about to be a producer oh that rap (laughs) you said you producer at 45 Baby, you going to go to a warehouse or something. You got to get some. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about you a rapper, songwriter, producer? Nah. Yeah. At, at 42, you better have a day job. Right. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity, which... Um, I'm feeling I real bad over here, bro. <laughs> Me, me and Keith over here producing podcasts. 
<laughs> go, go scream on iTunes on all on all platforms. <laughs> hey, look, hey, oh shit, man. Hey, hey, baby, hey, baby, if you listening, <laughs> if, if you listening, man, all I need is seven years, man, and thirty days. <laughs> Just give me that seven thirty, baby. Just give me that seven thirty. I promise you, this shit gonna pop, man. Oh, this shit gonna pop. Just give me seven uh, years. My head days. is hurting. Well, let me tell you. Let me. Let me. Um. You know, I I love when you, you got women just being real. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I I think iron sharpens iron, and I think we all learn from each other. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna go a little bit further right now and share something. And I'm sure my ex um may be a little uh he 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 wouldn't mind people knowing because. I'm telling you, I'm one that uh, truly... Text it to me first. <laughs> okay. You know what? I better text it. <laughs> no. Ah, no, you good. No, no, no. You, Let me no, tell no, you no, something. No, no, Say it, say it, Let say, me say. tell this you what... The other part. Yeah, because this, this suggests, and you can decide what you want to do with it later. But I like being really for real. I mean, we live in a a, a, a time now where women are trying to be, do a balance in that. We want our girlfriends to think we got ourselves together. We ain't going through nothing. You know what? We feel sorry you going through it. But I'm going to just tell you, any good woman, any real good woman that really knows about cultivating relationships knows that there are highs and there's lows. Correct. And you learn how to navigate them. A, a, a great relationship is not defined on the least amount of problems you have had. Your A great marriage is measured by the challenges you've had and you have overcome together. Sure. That, that is a better definement of, of getting through life. So I'm going to tell you something about seeing potential and cultivating it. This isn't something that it isn't that it's a 50-50 chance that it will work. It will absolutely work. If you know what you're looking at, if it's truly potential or if it's not. And you have to know that because what happens is you can identify yourself in others you know you can identify it, it is something you you will never see a champion in anything that something didn't reign true to them and they stuck with it and they got what coaches that was able to see that and just pull it out of them so when when I was uh, 18 years old. I was coming from a place of being a single mother where a lot of people was disappointed in me. I had so much potential. I was already on college track and everything. Got pregnant at 15. And even though people loved me, my mother and daddy loved me. They never down put me in. But it crashed their dreams of what they expected of me. I already had scholarships in the ninth grade. So then it crashed a dream. And I knew what it was like to have a dream crashed. And nobody don't believe in you no more. But you are screaming from the inside. I'm still that person. Just just support me and believe me and I'll get there. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I, I encompassed that mentality. And when I seen my ex, I seen that in him. He, he was in college doing great. First in his, his, his family to go to uh, college among the boys, doing great, um, um, 
determined to get through college, got hooked up with some of the wrong people, got in trouble with the law. Very first time in his life, go to court. They say you ain't gonna go to prison because you you um you um you never first been offender. in trouble. You're first offender. And the, the the drug dealers he was dealing with said Negro, where they called him nigga. Mm-hmm. Your your lawyer finna send you to prison. He was like, No, I'm doing the right thing. They sent him to prison for two years. Mm-hmm. Crashed his hopes, his dreams. And now where everybody used to believe in him, everybody stepped away. Mm-hmm. I go to the prison one day to visit my brother. And I see this black man over here selling leather like crazy. I'm like, I just out of curiosity. I was like, why are you selling leather, leather like this in Hold prison? Hold on, question, question. For the mm. listen, listening, this is your first time meeting him? First time. In prison. In prison. Okay, let's clarify. Let's I said... Going. Why are you selling this leather like this? I mean, you ain't going nowhere. And where are you going to spend your money? Buy cakes? I'm sure your family is giving you some money. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, nah, man, I, I just went to prison, and I got a baby back home. And he said, I got to send my child support. I was like, child support? They excuse your child support when you in prison. You know, when I seen that, I was like, whoa. I seen myself in him. I said, if somebody gave me the chance to 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 believe in me, I'm I'm in a place I can't see clear, but I'm I know what didn't work, and I'm willing to work. I seen myself in him, and you know what? That curiosity created a conversation that I began to write him every day because he fed my spirit, and I fed fed uh, I fed his, mm-hmm. and you know what? Uh, a year or so later, he get out of prison. You know what? He didn't have no driver's license. All he did is had all those leather goods that he had in there. I was like, I'm going to help this guy. You know what I'm saying? And at first, I wasn't even claiming him for mine. He was believing God that his baby mama was going to give him a second chance. And I was believing God was going to give my my daughter's baby a chance. Mm-hmm. So we praying and edifying each other. I'm trying to, he, he didn't have a license. And I remember he rode down the street one day. He, matter of fact, he, he, uh, he was over here at High Point where they don't completely, uh, his folks was over there, his dad. He rode down the street one day and seen a station wagon that was uh, $200. And he didn't even have the money to get it. I helped him get that $200 up. He bought it. And he, he um, went to Kinko's. And created a homemade sign out of letters said Washington's Home Beautification and Maintenance Service. And I was like, boy, you got it. I mean, didn't have I'm like You're proud. You're proud. He was proud. <laughs> and before long he he started to to fall for me because I was supporting for him. But I I had already had some love for him because I was like, this man, if give him the chance, mm-hmm. he can make it. Yeah, that's way more than potential. Look, Let me just say that. But I didn't. That's it execution. Was, but yeah, but it was nothing in his prison life that could have executed anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. But I heard his heart. And then what what happened one day, I remember, and I'm going to jumpstart all the other stuff. We'll get to that. Our first, at this point, we done got married. All right. And now we, we still working on little stuff. And my 
X, at the time, his interaction with white people was only robbing them. Mm-hmm. He didn't even think he was supposed to speak to them, deal with them at all. <laughs> yeah, he sure. only robbed them. But I came from a background where I dealt with white people all the time because of my economic advancement. Mm-hmm. And I began to talk to him about that. I was like, no, you need to... But you, if you're gonna, no, no, don't rob. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you need to expose yourself to a different mentality because if you're going to reach the goals that you're going to reach, a lot of those people are not going to be what you're accustomed to. Right. So we, we started uh, negotiating me taking him around my friends, becoming a part of my church where it was a lot of mm-hmm. white people. And he still was standoffish. And I would just say, no, you need to do this. So fast forward that. We, years later, we go in for the gusto. We done got from making just a few hundred dollars a week. He said, I want to, I, I really want to, to um, uh, make some big money. I want to do some commercial jobs. So he go to sign this job to to remodel Wells Fargo vault. Okay, he goes in that. Sl- I I helped, bought him a briefcase. I I you know I was like you know this and, and because I had coached him how to deal with white people when he got in there mm-hmm. he was dealing with white people he was killing it, you know. And then he got in there and now I'm scared because this guy is going in here to interview to remodel a Wells Fargo vault. And he's a felony. Yeah. So, so his 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 dreams and reality is now proceeding like you know what I'm saying? Like right. he's catching up. Yeah. Right. He's catching now, up the way he's dreaming. Now right. he's he's full force. Now I'm nervous. Because mm. I'm like, I know when you go in here, they're gonna do a background track. So I'm thinking, no, I I was like, LG, you know what? I've always supported you. But you you know it's a couple of things you need to know about white people. You fixing to be dealing with money up to the ceiling. You know these are. He was like, you know what, baby, I got this. He said, I I got so much confidence in what I'm doing. He said, I, I you know I I'm, I'm finna shine my shoes up. He and he he was an excellent dresser. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing. <laughs> he walked in that Wells Fargo. I'm I'm so nervous. I can't even go with him now. Cause I feel like I'm gonna. Get, I knew I would give, give it away mm-hmm. with my nervousness. He told me, that, you know what? I, I don't even need that energy. I know you're trying to support me, but I'm I'm scared. He walks in there. The man uh, finished. He said, you know what, Mr. Eldridge, let me shake your hand. He said, man, you're the best contractor that come in here. He said, you know what? We want you to. Um, we we're giving the job to you. He said, we just have one thing to do. He said before. Uh, you can come in. He said, I need you to sign this waiver so we can do a background check. Can you believe guys come in here trying to uh, remodel for us and we are a vault with money? And they, they don't been to prison, got felonies and everything. Elder grabbed the paper very confidently, as he told me. He said, sure, give, uh, I'll fill this out and get it back to you in the morning and uh, you can move forward. He said, matter of fact, let me just fill it out now. And as he began to fill it out, the man said, you know what, Elders? Don't even worry about that. Be ready to start tomorrow. That was our first over a hundred thousand dollar contract. Wow. And so I learned I learned I didn't he, even know that story. Yeah, you know, he always carried that ladder around, the Wells Fargo. Right, 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 right. right. But, I know I knew about the Wells Fargo job, and I didn't know about Right. So that was the onset of everything. But see, but what drew us together? As I could see in him 
what had been dampened because that was in me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something. If you can't see, and, and this is what we need to know as humanity. When God made us, he made us in his image. Mm-hmm. We're all good. But sometimes that good have to be unearthed. And you won't find one jewel, whether it's a diamond, a ruby, or anything that's laying on the surface of the earth. It is under the earth. Mm-hmm. And it's when you discover it, you become and see the value of it. And it's the same way in human beings. You have to discover what is good. But you will not be able to discover what is good in somebody till you recognize that you are mirroring yourself. Mm-hmm. This has been an episode of the Simply Pilot Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to uh, thank y'all for tuning in. <laughs> um, wow. What's your thing about that, Joe? That was amazing. Honestly, that was and You would have left the nigga. I would have. <laughs> see, if I heard that story, I probably wouldn't have left him. Right, right, right. <laughs> that was before the house, though, so she already knew. Okay. Yeah, you know? see, but that no, happened. I didn't know that when I walked in no prison. You don't see no, no. potential yeah. in no prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the prison, I'm but that, I'm saying. That came before the house. Yeah. So, like. No. That is where the house got finished. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen that house. <laughs> So now y'all can see, y'all can see, like when I see these, oh, this is what a man look like who asked for 50 50. Like it triggers stuff in me because I'm like, yo, like, and I'm not even saying my dad was the perfect husband. God knows right, he right, was. And right, I just right. know what I seen. I can only imagine what she seen. Right, right. But I know after 30 years of marriage, they're divorced and they're still friends. Yeah. Like they're, his girlfriend, her boyfriend, they still in the room together. They can right. hang out. They're still friends. So it was a beautiful life. We traveled the world. We seen a lot of things, but it was because we were not stuck to a stereotype of, oh, this man ain't making money like that. Right. And I just see sisters losing. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I see brother. I'm not putting this out on sisters. Right. It's a lot of brothers that are not executing. And I'm not talking about them niggas. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about there are some men out here. If you just take the time to listen, mute out society noise. Because right. society says you got to make this money. Right. Society says you got to drive this car. Society says you got to work here. If we mute that and really listen to this man and his heart, right. I feel like we will see that, damn, you know what? This somebody that is going to love me. You know what right. I'm saying? And it might look like 50-50 right now, but collectively we're going to be 100% happy right. with each other. Right. Because you know yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this one thing, and then I, I certainly am enjoying y'all. I mean, I, we were enjoying each other before, before we even we got started. started. Right? <laughs> but the one point that I wanted to say, too, is we got to realize when we, we're meeting people, we're coming from only what we've seen. And what we know. And most people ain't trying to duplicate what you know. You're trying to you're trying to create something new. Right. So when you meet a man and you he is that traditional guy that like say, Hey, I want you to pay fifty fifty, but then I want you to do the household. He's he's speaking what he knows. Right. But but this is the the great thing about dating. Dating becomes the ground where you can create and set the foundation for what you want to create that neither one of you have ever seen. And that's, that is why now, 30 years after marriage, I realized the, the, when I went through my divorce, I realized what happened is my divorce wasn't personal. My, my ex 
had got to a place where he was discovering himself. And unfortunately, he chose not to discover that part of himself with me. Right. I, for whatever his reasons were, <clears throat> and I had to realize, don't take it personal. Right. And even though I loved him, I, the best thing, if I truly loved him, I needed to let him go. Mm-hmm. And become the man he needed to become right now. But this is the thing. That's why after that divorce, I can still be a friend to him because I got these wonderful memories we created. I don't have resentment. What I, I had to come to term with, it wasn't personal. We we were in two different places, two different set mindsets. And we had grown apart. And I didn't even realize it because I was still in love. Mm-hmm. But... It, it wasn't that he didn't love me, but it was he was in a different place. And so what women have to realize, if you're looking for that opportunity that like every woman that I hear outside of he got to have this, he got she's also she's she's communicating. I want somebody that can fit in this dream that I have, but that dream Keep the 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 vision of that dream, just like we kept that three D picture up there. Keep that up there, but walk it back, mm. and then create that journey of what it's gonna be like to walk to that. Mm-hmm. Fall in love with the process. Yeah, trust it. Right. Um, B, as someone in our generation, how does that story make you feel? Um, Fuck that nigga. <laughs> 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 um. It's a lovely story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, like she said, I don't think I would have stuck it out. Yeah. But it's it's a it's lovely. It's beautiful. Yeah. It, it it definitely shows. It's it's a hopeful story. Yeah, you know, a feel good story. But uh, yeah, they just said daddy with Obama. It ain't gonna happen again. Look, <laughs> 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 so uh, again, man, I always tell people we don't come on this podcast to agree or disagree. We're right. gonna have uh. A beautiful conversation. I feel right. like we've had that. And, Absolutely. Uh, I've definitely reached uh, my hour point, and I don't like to keep people too long because we could, we yeah. could stay here all day. Yeah. Um, but I do want to wrap up with this. I'm going to give the sisters the opportunity. We say sisters got something to say. Um, when it comes to sisters out here, I want everybody to just talk to the sisters. Your last remarks uh, when it comes to the 50-50 love. Uh, do it, don't do it, stay, don't stay. I mean, these are your last words. Say what you want to say. Tell people how to follow you, connect with you, anything you want them to support. And we'll do it the way we introduce people in. So we'll stop with you, Ma. I'm just saying, um, just realize everybody is coming from a different place. Take the time, take your time and date and see if you can launch the potential of, of something wonderful um, by just relaxing and hearing the story, seeing where somebody is, and then making a judgment. Do I want to start where they are? You know, and just just look at uh, one of my favorite things uh, I always make reference to. Um, I don't know her first name, but the first wife. But remember, Ronald Reagan was married twice. Mm-hmm. The first wife was a movie uh, actress. And she ended up being very successful, but she divorced Ronald Reagan because he was a B-list. She was an A-list. Mm-hmm. She said, I can't deal with him because he's not a star. Nancy Reagan came along and she said, you're more than a star. You're a president. Mm-hmm. And she stayed with him to his death. And so you have to realize if you want those victory stories, 
find a man that you can go climb the mountains and visit the valley. You know, and just know that you can trust your heart. When you see yourself in him, then you can relax. You was made to nurture that man. Mm. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Mm-hmm. Coach. Yeah, so my last thoughts are in a relationship or when you're getting to know somebody, I really feel like as women, you have to know that self-love is the best love. I think we look for other people to complete us. So that's why their money is so important and everything that they're bringing to the table is so extremely important. But I do think you attract what you are trying to manifest. So if you are 100% yourself, if, if you've built up yourself to a capacity where you don't really need somebody else to complete you um i think that you'll attract what you need versus having to say um what, what's the quote you keep saying what's the what's i'm the- in my bag and i'm gonna be here too <laughs> yeah. every time i see me i got some new shoe yeah. <laughs> so yeah that won't be as important if you just pour into yourself i'm 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 a huge advocate for that so absolutely yeah I That's love good. that. Yeah. And hey man, y'all shout out to my coach, man. Black Wives yes. Matter. Make sure y'all <laughs> thank you. Look thank a, you. Look her up, support her. Support yes. the movement that she got going yes, on. Please, thank you. Cause oh. <laughs> um City Girl, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for the I'm all for the fifty fifty. You know, um shoot, I wish somebody come in my life and wanna pay half of my bills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired hey, of look. paying all of them. Hey, look, brothers, myself. brothers who listening, man. My cousin is beautiful, but her beautiful. baby daddy big as fuck. Just know that. <laughs> I feel like when you get yourself in a situation, pay attention when you first get in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pay attention. Pay attention. Um, like you said, self love is the best. Yes. Know what you want, what you're looking for. I, I'm, I say don't settle. You know right. what I'm saying? Because Hey, it's somebody out there that's going to... They're going to give you what you give want. Give you what you want. Right. right. So, yeah. That's what's up. That's I can, awesome. I, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Um, my last words, man, you know, to the sister that's out there looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Seven years, 30 days, baby. Seven, 30. That's all it needs. Hey, look, we can touch the motherfucking sky. <laughs> but, but I'm going to end it with a quote from my Uncle Teddy. He said... I don't want 70 30. I don't want 60 40. I Talk want that 50 50 love. I love y'all. Hey. This has been a great episode of the Jess Elders podcast. I'll see y'all next week. I'm so glad that that's you.